Hi, and welcome back to the Business of Healthcare podcast. I'm your host, Tara Humphrey. I run an award-winning healthcare consultancy specialising in supporting primary care networks. I'm a facilitator. I am a mum of three. I have an MBA and I would class myself as a bit of an adventurer. And I absolutely love all things business, all things leadership, all things management. So I created this podcast for clinical and non-clinical colleagues working in the field of health and care and for those of you looking to develop your leadership skills. Every week we release an episode which focuses on the hard and soft skills required to lead in this increasingly complex environment as we move to delivering more integrated care. So let's jump into this week's episode. And welcome back to the Business of Healthcare podcast. I hope you guys are doing well. So in today's podcast, I wanted to bring to life a blog I had written where I shared my perspective on what it felt like to be the bearer of bad news. So this is not like your top tips on how to do it. It is just my perspective and what it feels like and the planning process and the thought process. And the reason why I'm sharing this now as a podcast is because I felt that lots of people in a leadership position experience this all of the time. And I'm not sure that the perspective, no one really cares about the perspective of the person delivering the bad news. And it is just as tough to give it as it is to receive it. So here goes. (laughs) So if you're anything like me, a lot of thought goes in behind the scenes about how best to deliver this feedback. And there is this internal wrestle where I and I know many others are thinking, is this even an issue? Am I being too tough? Am I being unreasonable? Am I being fair? Am I taking into consideration their home life, their family life? Just the entire context, because I'm a female, I don't want to be seen as being a bitch. And I don't. And I know lots of people will think that. So you're constantly thinking, am I valid in raising this issue? Then you're thinking, you know, how am I going to, you kind of made the decision, you've spoken to the nth degree (laughs) with your husband, your friends, your coach around, I need to have this difficult conversation. It is, you know, it's getting to the point where this issue is really, really affecting me, my mindset, and maybe the performance of the business of the work. Then you're like, well, how am I going to do it? Is it a formal conversation that needs to be documented? You don't want to go in too heavy handed. Is it a chat? You know, is it like come into my office, sit down, so they instantly think, oh shit, what have I done? Or is it, let's go for a coffee. Like you want to position it well. You know, do you give them a little bit of warning? You don't want to spring it on them, but you don't want to be like, on Monday, I need to speak to you. And that's like on Friday. So they're spending the whole weekend thinking, oh my God, what's happening? What have I done? Am I going to get sacked? So you're thinking about how you're going to position it. Do you need to gather evidence? Because, you know, if you raise an issue with somebody, they will instantly, well, they may say, can you give me an example of that? 
So you don't want to be like, uh, no, it's just a feeling. <laughs> so you need to decide whether you need evidence. You want to come prepared to this conversation. Okay. That's another factor that I am thinking about and others have, you know, given me advice on what to do. And that's the advice I would give to others. Alongside this, and this isn't, you know, like a one, two, three step framework. Alongside this, you're also thinking, or and I am also thinking, is it me? Have I done something? Have I not been clear? Am I the cause of the issue? I know that well, some people will say, well, you're the leader. Everything that goes wrong is your fault. If it's your business, it's your fault. And that's, that's tough to swallow. So if people aren't performing, if there is an issue before you go to this person, you have to be like, what is my part in this? And we all have a part. You know, it's not it's not independent of us, especially if you know if you're the team leader, if you're the department head, or if you run the business, you play a part in this issue. So you have to work out what have I done, where have I screwed up? And I think sometimes us leaders make mistakes in overlooking because we don't want to address the issue, you let the first warning go. It was, it was only once. And then it happens again. And then you're like, oh, but she was having a bad day. And then you let it go again. And it's like, oh, he, you know, had received some bad news for a client. And you you keep making excuses. And when we do that, that is our failing. Because in our heads, we're like, I can think of like four, five, six, seven examples of when you've done this thing. But that poor person has no idea. You have, we haven't raised the issue. We haven't tried to nip it in the bud. So We have to take, and I take a cold, hard look at myself. In this process, I would say, and maybe this comes after, but you can beat yourself up, but there has to come a point when you stop beating yourself up. None of us are perfect. We will make mistakes. The next thing I'm thinking about, or along, I mean, actually, it's not the next. I'm thinking about this all concurrently. (laughs) Then I start to write it down. But is what do I want to happen? What do I want to be the result of the conversation? Because there's one, you know, it's one thing to raise it. And then it's like, and then what? What do I want the other person to do? What am I going to do? Do I want to raise it, forgive it, forget it? Do I want something to change? Is that me? Is that them? Is it us? Is it a new process? So it is all, what do I want to happen as a result of this conversation? And I need to anticipate, if you know this person well, anticipate their reaction. They might be hurt. They may be upset. They may cry. They may be angry. They may be like, you know what? I'm going to give you a piece of my mind. You know, like you have to try to emotionally and mentally prepare yourself for the response. And they they are allowed to respond. It's their right to respond. And I think when they do respond, you know, we have to practice as best we can in keeping our composure. When somebody else cries, it makes me want to cry. Even if I'm really annoyed of that person, I can't help it you know, and we both can't just sit there crying. (laughs) So you have to, you have to know yourself and know you have to anticipate your response. If that person cries, I'm likely to cry. I'm likely to feel like I'm going to cry. So you're kind of prepared, mentally preparing around how you're going to receive the feedback and receive the feedback in the fact that they may say, do you know what? You are wrong. I disagree. I am right. And you are wrong. And you have got no grounds to, to say what you're saying because you're flat out wrong. You have to be prepared for that. And it's your decision on how you, the stance you take. 
and this is a lesson you have to control your emotions you just have to it's the, it's tough we just have to so you've gone through that process you're going to pick your moment and then you're going to execute on it don't bottle it you know you've slept on it long enough just get it done and good or bad there is a sense of relief that you have that I have done it I've got it done and then we need to move forward and this is really tough don't keep replaying the conversation don't keep beating yourself up if you've done something wrong apologize it's all you can do and you have to accept the apology from somebody else and then you have to move on in whatever way that you agreed and try not to keep glancing back these are all valuable lessons it is part and parcel of being in charge and I just thought me sharing this will hopefully give you confidence in like it's not just me (laughs) it's not just you it is all of us at one point or another it could be a small issue it could be a huge issue we have to we have to equip ourselves and I think it's really important that we share like I am doing our approach to this stuff I'm not perfect by any means but this is some of the thought processes I go through when I am about to deliver some bad news. If you've got any ideas, tips and experiences that you want to share with me, please do get in touch. You can find me on social media. On LinkedIn, you can find me. I am I just use my name, Tara Humphrey. And on Twitter, you can find me at, at THC Primary Care. And as always, I would ask if you could like, share it or leave us an iTunes review. That would be amazing. And I will see you in the next episode. And let me know if you like these shorter podcasts. I'll see you in the next one. The Business of Healthcare podcast is brought to you proudly in partnership with 10,000 donors and their Gob for Good campaign. Gob for Good is all about getting as many people as possible to join the stem cell registry. Only 3% of the UK are registered to be stem cell donors and only 0.4% of the global population. If you or a loved one have the devastating news that you have been diagnosed with a blood cancer, the chances of you finding your blood stem cell match is significantly reduced if you have a minority ethnic heritage. It is really, really simple. All you need to do is click into the show notes or visit the Gob for Good website at gobforgood.com and get yourself signed up to the registry. You could one day receive that life-saving call or one day you may need that life-saving call.